Welcome back to Equal Time Soccer. I'm Mark Pravratsky here in the basement of the world's only queer soccer bar, The Black Heart. And we have someone here today, a special guest, someone who was fourth in the entire nation last year in assists with 13, a program record at Northeastern, where she is an all-colonial athletic association midfielder. Welcome, Jesse Hunt. Thank you so much for having me. Right on. I, it, a little late last year. I mean, I guess the season was too busy, but as you yeah. said, backup assists. Um, <laughs> but now we're coming into uh, your follow-up campaign at Northeastern. Talk about last year. We'll talk about more than just the assist number, but to get it off the off the plate right away. 13 and 20 games, like I said. Have you ever had a year, just a statistical blowout year like that? No, never. It was my first year at Northeastern, so... It was pretty cool to, I guess, like make such an impact so early, but credit to my teammates. We had Vivian Akiram, one of our um, mm -hmm. forwards scored most of those goals. So a lot of credit to her. She's really fast. It made it easy. Yeah. And as a freshman, right? She was just a freshman. Yeah, as a freshman. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So, and I mean, not only, like I said, I mean, you got the assists, like you got numbers and got, you know, attention for yourself, which is cool, but the team was also winning. I mean, so it's, yeah, exactly. it's not one of those That's things like the where more fun part. you didn't have to pick either or you were a part of um, a winning squad, which Northeastern yeah. had had a few really good years um, before you got there. But what was the type, was that what you envisioned when you were transferring or was it more just wanting to find the place to play? And then we'll see from there. I think like half and half. I had talked to Northeastern a lot in high school and I was kind of in between there in Wisconsin when I was making my decision. So mm -hmm. I think like kind of knowing the coaching staff and also knowing that it was a successful program, like that every year, like we compete to win the championship, I think was another like big plus. Plus yeah. like being in Boston has been awesome. Yeah. Well, and you, it, it last year, even among it, you it probably leaned into it a little bit as you got into it, but like the last games you were on fire in terms of like seven assists in the last eight games, eight assists in the last nine. So clearly like you found your rhythm. What specifically made this team a place where you could shine like that? I mean, you mentioned having Vivian scoring a lot of goals, obviously, yeah. but more than that, just what made you thrive in that environment? I think like our team really tries to play like a possession style. So that's obviously helpful playing the 10. Like I'm getting balls to my feet where I can face forward and then like have time to look up. And like our back line's been stellar. There's another girl, um, Ola, who's our holding mid, along with like there's another midfielder, Porter, who like also helped me a lot, made a lot of like good defensive plays, which allowed me to like work on the more attacking side in the midfield. Mm -hmm. Well, so the team got hot at the right time into the playoffs, beating, yeah. beating Stony Brook for a second time to open the playoffs. And then you have an assist in the semi against Drexel. Yeah. So then you must just start to think this is real. I mean, you think you might be able to play in the tournament. Yeah, we were so close. We lost in double overtime in the championship. So, And I think the year before they lost in overtime too. So this year we're hoping is our year. We returned yeah. a lot of players, so. Okay. Double overtime loss to Hofstra, and you were, and yeah. that was a team that you had beaten earlier, right? So that's, yeah. that's tough to know, too, where yeah. it's tough to beat a team twice, but you know also we could have won, obviously, going to yeah, double exactly. overtime. Yeah, I think it was just, like, obviously, like, finishing our chances. We had a couple. They had a couple chances, and they just got the better end of it. So yeah. it's unfortunate, but this How year, hopefully – when you think so now you've had time like it's been a while and you can now you're just reflecting on kind of how to turn that into positive motivation for the like what what do you how do you get perspective from that coming into the season like yeah. how, do, how do you help yourself with that i think just like knowing that like 
we do have a championship caliber team is helpful. And then also just like kind of a little chip on your shoulder, like you really want to win. We also lost, I think we ended up getting third in like the conference in general, but if we would have won our last game, we would have won that too. So I think it's just like knowing we're right there and hopefully this is our year. Yeah, you have so many local rivals in Boston is just a really yeah. dense area. And then even in your non-conference like last year and this year, so many other teams close by in Connecticut and everything. Yeah. Um, when when you went there, like who did your teammates impress upon you that they wanted to beat most? And then like for you after last year, who do you now want to beat most? Yeah, I mean, I think Hofstra is definitely like number one. It's been two years where they've beaten us in the championship, but then yeah. BU is always a big one. We play them this Sunday. Yeah. So I think that's always one you want to win, like home turf. Mm-hmm. Um, Drexel is also another big one. Mm-hmm. They're always really good. So there's no specific kind of there's no specific energy at Harvard since they're like yeah Harvard too. Down a peg. <laughs> yeah Harvard too. They're really good, but we don't play them this year, which is unfortunate because our conference like expanded. Yeah. So we don't get to play as many non-conference games, but yeah. Harvard's another one. BC, obviously, kind of yeah. anyone in the area. Right. Well, yeah, because you have like Harvard of being like the elite, you know, like that. Yeah. Is, and then BC being like the big, big sports school compared yeah. to, you know, you guys. And then so, exactly. yeah, yeah, it's I, I it, it, it was fun to cover. Like last year you played Boston and there was, who was the Minnesotan playing in that game? I don't remember. Marley. But, yeah. Yeah. So there was, yeah, so there was, you know, there's Minnesotans a little bit over yeah. there, too, not as much exactly. as the Midwest. Andy Barth plays at BC, so yep. there are kind of a lot of us around here. Yeah, for sure. And then, so when you come off last year, like the team being successful overall, like you said, even though it feels like you lost at the end, most teams do, but yeah. you were close, you had personal success. So just what are your goals for this year, this, you know, your senior year? Yeah, I mean, I think obviously like trying to score a couple goals myself is one. <laughs> but <Sure. laughs> um, also, I think just like trying to be like a bigger presence on the team, like from a leadership standpoint and like kind of like making sure we have like different areas in our attack. Like we're not just like one sided. Yeah. But, and also just like working on my defensive game a little bit, like positioning. Mm-hmm. So. I'd say yeah. those are like my main goals, but definitely like to score a goal or two in the run and play would be nice. <laughs> Did your teammates give you stick? Did you have a couple where you should have ended up on the score sheet last year? Yeah, there were definitely a few that were bad misses. And then I think sometimes too, I'm always like looking to pass it when maybe I should just right. shoot it. Well, so. it's, it, Vivian scored 13 and 20. So I'd say yeah. not a bad yeah. person to pass the ball exactly. to. Yeah. I'm sure expectations are high for her this year too. Um, yeah. How in terms of your role? I mean, obviously you were a junior last year, but it was your first year on the team, so it makes sense, like not necessarily knowing, you know, or being so forward and being a leader. How much yeah. of the how much of the squad from that year last year is back, and how has your role has your role shifted in that way? Um, we definitely lost like some big personalities in our senior class, but a lot of our team is returning. So, um, I was voted captain, so I think like that's one kind of big leadership nice. role, but. We've also just, like, throughout the year, especially in the spring, like, our whole senior class, like, kind of gone through and talked about, like, what each of our roles are, like, in leadership, like, what we're best at, and then just trying to, like, bring that every day. Yeah. And you're, I mean, it looks like you picked up where you left off. You've had some mixed results as a team. You have three assists in those four games, but you got a win over Holy Cross, win over Eastern Michigan. Um, Talk about 
you know, and I think probably you're still seeing Vivian and Karim. I wanted to ask specifically about her, just what you said she's fast, but she came in as a freshman and scored. What makes her so special? And then maybe talk about another player who you were dropping assist to last year that we, we should pay attention to. Yeah, I mean, Vivian's just, yeah, very fast, really good 1v1, makes good runs. Um, we got another transfer from Georgetown, Sophie. She's had a couple goals already. Nice. Um, more of like a hold-up forward type. And then my roommate, Megan Pavinsky, always gets on the score sheet. She's really good at finishing corners, so can look for that. Nice. How has the Colonial Athletic uh, Association been different than playing at Wisconsin? Obviously, um, you know, maybe it may be a drop in in the in talent level, but yeah. you've got some really strong teams that you said like make make the run and get into the tournament each year. Yeah, I think it's definitely different. Like, I would say like athleticism wise is like in my opinion the biggest change. Mm -hmm. I think too like the Big Ten's more about like kick, not like kick and run, but a little bit like sometimes yeah. Like, behind yeah sometimes. And I think like a lot of teams in like the CAA are more looking to play. Mm -hmm. on the ground so mm -hmm. I'd say like that's the biggest change yeah. and also like I'm playing a very different role like I was playing outside back at Wisconsin at the end so now like playing attacking mids definitely kind right. of a change up but right. no I, it's I watch a, a decent amount of um gopher soccer games yeah and you notice like I mean it can be it's any conference there's certain tiers of, of quality and then like the type of teams in the bottom of the big 10 just make it tough on you and they will yeah. just it can make for, to be honest, you know, like really it, for a neutral fan, make for a really tough game and for a player, a really frustrating game, I'm sure, because yeah. you don't get to show your skills. Yeah, there's yeah. just a lot of like gritty players, I feel like, who are really yeah. athletic, fast. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I'll be able to take a second to read us uh, a bit from our sponsor, Pence Homes. This show is brought to you by Pence Homes, whether you're buying or selling or looking to do some projects in your current home. Nate and Lydia can help you find what you need. Need financing for a basement remodel, looking at a second bath or even a workspace. Now that you're working from home, Pence Homes and their preferred lender, Angie Shearer, with Luminant Financing, can help find the right financing tool for you. Go to PenceHomes.com or learn more on social media at Pence Homes. Um, so let's go a little closer to home and talk a little bit about your the roots in Minnesota. You had experience playing with the Thunder and ECNL. And specifically with the Thunder, what are your favorite memories of playing for them? You had a, you had some titles and some tournaments. Yeah, I think we were really successful, obviously, which was fun. But I think just looking back on it, like the competition every day in practice was always really fun. Mm -hmm. We went to Seattle one time and just like exploring the city was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Like just, I guess, like moments with our teammates. But mm -hmm. soccer wise, I think like every time we played the Hawks, like whenever we would win in that game, it was always like huge. Mm-hmm. Who are the Hawks? Michigan Hawks. They were like our yeah. rivals in club. Okay. Right yeah. on. They were the ones. I mean, because, yeah, you don't have teams super close. So it's those teams in Chicago and Michigan. Yeah. In, you know, probably. Yeah. And I'm sure you – how how often – basically every weekend you're traveling out, right? Yeah. It was kind of like every other weekend, I would say. Mm -hmm. Maybe like once a month. Yeah. But, yeah, good Who are the best – you have a lot of players you played with growing yeah. up. And then, of course, you have players that we'll talk about Salvo later. But in terms of playing with players at Thunder growing up, who were the best players? Or, like, when you were on that team, who did you just know? You're like, yeah, she's going to show out um, Yeah, and be solid in college. Yeah, I mean, I think it really depended on the day. Like, so many good players. But, I like, your Paige Peltier, Caitlin McBean, like, Kaya, Sophia Bowman. Mm -hmm. I'd say, like, those are, like, 
you always knew they'd definitely like be on it. There's definitely more like Megan Prozit. She plays at Denver now. Yeah, it goes pretty deep. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like I, pretty I much like everyone is. So many people. Everyone is yeah. playing. Basically, everyone is playing D1, and if they're playing D2, they're a star. So yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's exactly. uh, it's tough to pick. We yeah. it's, they all get name dropped at some point in interviews on Equal. Yeah, so no worries. But you you also played Eddie Dinah in high school. Just talk about that balance. I like we I like to get into it a little bit with players, just because it is tough. Like, how did you balance playing? Did you play all the years Eddie Dinah? How did that go for you? Yeah, so my freshman year, I didn't play high school soccer. I like trained with the boys MTA team. Uh-huh. And then my sophomore and junior year, I played, and we were good. Like, it was fun because it was a lot of, like, the girls that I had, like, played with growing up who I got to, like, play with again. Mm-hmm. And, like, Sophia Bowman and I have always been friends, so yeah. that was fun. And then um, my senior year, I ended up getting hurt in, like, ECNL Nationals. So then I, like, ended up for a couple months, I was like, oh, maybe it'll heal. But then I got ankle surgery, like, a couple games into the season my senior yeah. year, so... That was definitely like a different role, but like still fun, like senior year. Mm-hmm. I read, I saw that, that your coach made comments about it when you, in that year you were injured and you still were at every game and they just complimented you so highly on your role. Just, I mean, I don't know, what did you, how did that help you as a player? Cause usually you're just playing and starting and that made you yeah. develop a skills. Yeah. I think it definitely like helps with the leadership side of things and also just like remembering like there's more to, soccer than just like yeah. the people on the field like it gives you a different perspective so mm-hmm. I think it's definitely beneficial and just like some time to rest the body and like work out like get back in the weight room more so yeah, it's it, really okay. yeah. was it also kind of the thing of like because you couldn't actually play you're like oh there is more there has to be more to life than soccer because I don't get yeah. this boy that I get like that no, I, I think for sure yeah it was definitely hard but it's still fun like it was a great group of girls so yeah yeah, I, I broke an ankle last year and just not being able to walk. I was like, wow, this yeah. is really humbling. I Yeah, I don't know what to do with my time. Yeah, especially too, because I feel like all the things I like to do, like even not soccer, like moving around. So it was definitely yeah. a change. Yeah, can't even go for a walk when you're yeah. bored. Can't even, yeah, no, nothing. Um, talk about favorite moments with Edina, because it's a good team. I mean, you also are playing in brutal competition playing you know like the other western uh suburban schools so just talk about maybe your favorite or like hardest memories you know trying to make it through uh state you know with Edina yeah well it's so long ago it's hard to remember I think we lost to Tonka I think in the championship of like conference but just I think the path getting there my junior year like especially with all my like like I said like my friends from (laughs) growing up was definitely a highlight yeah. Uh, we had some fun on their like off the field traditions too. Yeah. So. Was it did did was it ever a thing where your ECNL coaches kind of pressured or like wanted you to focus and just do that, or were you, it it was it something that you were able to do both and not feel yeah. the tension? No, they were pretty um, okay with us playing high school. Danny was a high school coach, so I think cool. everyone on my team for the most part played. Cool. Yeah. And then you ended up at Wisconsin. How did, and what was it about? I mean, how did just how did you end up there? What was it? That, what was the drop? Um, I think just like being close to home, like being in a bigger school. I think especially in high school, I was like something I really wanted. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, and it was just also like kind of a championship team. Like they've done really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the coaching staff. I really liked the school. Um, they also have a really good engineering program, which is my major. So I think that was like another like 
big thing like obviously after soccer yeah it's yeah. your degree so biomedical engineering yeah now i'm chemical but it's basically chemical? yeah it, it, it means the same thing to me basically what is it but what do you hope to do with it after do you have a specific idea of that um well i was on a co-op last year northeastern has like a program where instead of going to school for a semester you go and work for six months so i was working at a biotech in um boston and that was a really cool experience i think like being in the lab every day was really cool but kind of also opened my eyes to like maybe i do want to go to med school because that was a thought going into college mm -hmm. so I think right now planning on going to med school, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Do you still have another, you have another year of eligibility left? Do yeah. You... So I have two years of school left still, even though it's my senior year. Yeah. With like transferring the way my like, credits yeah. work out. So, and I have another year of eligibility. So it works out. Yeah. Awesome. And then when you're at Wisconsin, you did play. I mean, you played, I think, what, 10 games your freshman year, which is, I mean, unique honestly yeah. in terms of first years but then you know going in the second year played a little less i'm guessing that played somewhat of a role but what was the overall process of deciding to transfer um i think it was hard because i love the team so it was definitely like a hard decision to make but i think i just felt like i was putting in so much time in soccer and like mm -hmm. not getting as much playing time as i wanted mm -hmm. and then also i think just from a life perspective like wisconsin's close to home and I wanted to just be like challenged a little bit more, like see something different. So mm -hmm. I kind of thought, why not? One of my friends had gone to Northeastern. She was in my like freshman year class at Wisconsin and she actually transferred here. So I also like kind of knew like mm -hmm. that she really liked the school and I was hoping it was still an option. Like obviously you don't really know till you're in the portal, but mm -hmm. yeah. When you, did, when you were in the portal, did you, were you already, you said you had already knew Northeastern, but was that, was it, more complicated process did you i'm sure you got messages did, how open were you in your process of it yeah i think i was pretty open i like kind of had in the back of my head that like i wanted to go to northeastern but i definitely talked to a couple other schools mm -hmm. like i think just at the end of the day knowing the coaching staff and like knowing someone who like went here i didn't want to make like the same just like put myself in the same spot i guess mm -hmm. and also just like being in boston like that was another kind of game changer and the co-op program since i knew like maybe I want to go to med school, maybe I want to do engineering. Mm -hmm. So having the opportunity to do a job, like work a job and see if that was what I wanted to do. Yeah. I think. That's like, a great experience. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I had an internship in college where I really enjoyed it too, but I was like, oh, I don't exactly want to do this. Yeah. And it was fine. And it was good because it gave yeah. you perspective on different jobs and yeah. yeah. Um, you played with Salvo this summer too, which I'm excited to talk to you about because yeah. that was a crazy run two yeah. years in a row now. Salvo has been in the national tournament. And I just, I didn't know if you played with them in previous summers. Had you played with them in the other summers of college? Yeah, I had. I think after my freshman year was my first summer. So this is my third year. This yeah. Year. And there's tons of, well, and, I, and you have like a cluster of girls you played with in Thunder growing up who all play. so like you have some players you've been playing with for a long yeah for a long time just now at Salvo yeah yeah exactly and in terms of this summer I mean there's so much talent on the team in both because of you have at least a handful of people who played professionally somewhere and yeah. then you also have you know the players who are the high level commits who are high school seniors what is it like playing with the group and just how does it help you in terms of the standard yeah I mean I think first off it's just so much fun like everyone's super like nice and obviously there to like work hard 
Mm-hmm. And I think like playing again with like Kaya and Sophia and other players who I had played with growing up is obviously fun. And we play like a really good style of soccer. Yeah. Like trying to pass. And um, Greg's a really, really good coach. So it was super fun. I wasn't there for a ton of the summer, but when I came back, it was like mm-hmm. just a super high level and you're always getting pushed, like trying to get better. Mm-hmm. So. Which so when were when did you come into the year? Like when were you there? Um, I saw you in lineups once or twice at least. Yeah, no, I was gone until the end of June, like working here still. But I came back yeah. for a weekend when they played like Kansas City and mm-hmm. I don't even remember who else we yeah. played. White Bear maybe. Yeah. So I was back for those two games, and then I didn't come back until right before we went to regionals. Okay, cool. So yeah. yeah, I mean, the season overall, it was what I mean. It's funny how it worked out because you ended up getting going to the tournament. The first game I was at, and it was a great game against Sioux Falls, who fought and kept it to a draw. Yeah. And then the main game that always ends up determining the last couple of years, usually who wins, is the is playing the Thunder and Salvo. Yeah. They draw, which happens from time to time. So then the only difference is that you drew another game, so the Thunder ended up winning. But they choose, so they were the, the Northern Conference champions. Yeah. But they elect not to go to the playoffs. And Salvo says, okay, we're ready to go. So when you hear yeah. that, what did you what did you think? Because it in summer league, I mean, Salvo was in the tournament last year, but it's not always a thing where you even know you can have all the players to, to go to the playoffs, right? So was your mindset like, well, we'll just go and have fun? Or was it like, okay, let's try to win? No, I think we knew going in, like, we had a chance to win. So that was definitely the mindset. Mm-hmm. especially since we had lost last year we like wanted to play Colorado yeah we had to win our first game to do that so definitely mm-hmm. a mindset to win yeah I had been there for training like a couple of weeks before and we were definitely focused like yeah it's all like just awesome that Salvo is like willing to fund the team I guess to go yeah like, a great experience yeah and no and no shade to to the thunder I mean part of no, it is their availability yeah. part of it is you got to be able to put up the money and go and travel. So it, yeah, I mean, it, it is a challenge and it is a really cool thing because um, it made it something we could highlight, you know? So for a couple of weeks we were showing, you know, we would, we would be sharing all the stuff going on. And um, I wanted to ask you one thing about the team success means there's the depth in the WPSL conference is pretty good, but then there is the tiers where you'll play a couple bottom teams. And there was one game that was 14 one, but even in game, that's a, an outlier, but even in games that are like five zero or, or four one and six zero, how do you as a player get things out of that still? Or what do you, how do you as a team adjust to take value out of games like that? Yeah. I mean, I think it's definitely a mindset. Like it's you against you kind of not you against the other teams, just trying to, play as quick as you can like Mm -hmm. and obviously also like coming in like with a mindset before you start like this is still a game like Mm -hmm. giving respect to your opponents every time you play them Mm -hmm. and just like focusing on like how well like we can move the ball yeah yeah so I mean so because it is the challenges you have some of these games that are really wide open and you run it and then once you get to the playoffs it's there's no games like that right so everyone is tough you sneak past Milwaukee uh, in the first round and get the game, which I know you wanted because they were the team that knocked you out last year, the R- Colorado Rapids women who they're a really perennial team in the WPSL. You beat them 2-0. Then you, then you must really think, okay, yeah, we could do this. Yeah, I think then it was like a conversation on the bus. It's like, who's going to Nationals? Like, it was just like once one of us committed, I think that kind of got everyone else in and we were able to get yeah. a good team with a couple younger players too. 
which I think is super cool experience for like the girls who are playing in the GA to be able to come to something like that. Yeah, unbelievable. And then you still, because you still, when you go down to what Oklahoma City, you play mm -hmm. SC Del Sol, another like powerhouse team, and yeah. you play two zero there. So then, it, you know, it's yeah. tough. You have to play these two games. It, this is something about summer league that can be really tough. The semi and the final are back to back, which of course both yeah. teams are okay. doing that. Yeah, but that must have been brutal. Yeah, it's crazy. It kind of reminds you that you're not in high school anymore, able to play like three games back to back. Yeah, <laughs> two game, two games in one day when you're yeah, a U14. Exactly. No, that's really intense. Yeah, even yeah, you look. I mean, you're still in college, and you guys bounce back, but it, back. And yeah. it's, I'm sure it was hot as hell. Yeah, it was. It was oh, definitely a bounce back, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that must be, I mean, a still an amazing experience. I mean, so yeah, that, I mean, then you personally getting to actually come in, you might not have got to play any games, but then you got to play through that whole run, yeah. right? So, I mean, it must have been nice for you to kind of get something yeah. out of it. Yeah, it was super fortunate. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have some assists in the run up? Um, I think I had one in the SCL Soul game. Nice. Kaya. yeah. Right on. Let's. I will do. I want to get into some more random quick hits. Who with the Salvo team like this summer? What player do you dislike like training against? Whether it's a defender that's marking you, or it's a goalie you have to shoot, you know, or it's just someone you have to compete with. Who makes it tough for you, or you want to play against the least? Um, there's so many. So many people are so good. Kyle should be just Kaya. because they're gonna work you. What? Kaya Harper. Yeah. Yeah. You can get into a little bit of a tussle with her, I feel like. She'll, she's she's yeah. pretty. She's she's a, she's mad. I'd say she plays mad, dude. Yeah. No, you can't piss her off. Then you know you're going to lose. Uh, but in the, <laughs> Or in like the, Meredith Hawkinson's another one who's just so good. So you got to really keep your feet because otherwise, yeah. Really steady, really solid. Like she'll take the ball off you. She'll make yeah. you pass and make you look foolish probably. Yeah. yeah. One <laughs> other one would be Emily. Yeah. She also she always wants to win, so you definitely want to be on her team. Or... Uh, uh, Kaya Harper is uh, for the fans who attend any WPSL games. There's not enough fans that you can't hear the players on the field, and so you know everything that <laughs> Kaya Harper is saying, which is it's great. Yeah. What is the best? Uh, okay. What is your favorite Northeastern food? Your Boston food? Ooh, I haven't really explored, which is embarrassing, but. You have to have had some seafood at some point, right? No? I don't like seafood. Oh, well, then that's, that's yeah. the wrong place, babe. Yeah. I know. And one of my uh, teammates' parents owns, like, a super nice seafood restaurant, so we went there, and I ate pasta. Well, you but... did. <laughs> I love um, that. There's, like, more of just a takeout place. It's called Kava. Mm -hmm. It's, like, a chain on the East Coast, I think, but yeah. we go there sometimes for games and stuff. It's really good. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Hey. I didn't expect, yeah, I mean, if you don't, I wasn't thinking of lobster, all I was picturing was seafood. Yeah, you yeah, know, no. the players. That's okay. When when it, the team gets it, the other players get to enjoy the, the oysters. Yeah, exactly, lobster. yeah. Other than uh, that, like you mentioned, being in Boston, I've never been there. I mean, what a cool historical city. What's your favorite part about being in Boston? I think it's just like there's always something to do, like whether it's go on a walk to the Charles, which is a river near us, or like go to a baseball game in Fenway. Like, it's just nice to always, like, have everything within walking distance, basically. Yeah. Is the, is the Northeastern campus one that, I mean, I know it's within the metro area, easy to get on transit, easy to get around? Yeah, we're, like, right in the city. We're maybe a half mile from Fenway Park. And that, Sweet. Yeah, like, Newberry Street's another one. 
which cool. like has a ton of shopping. We're probably like a mile from there. So can't so you, complain too much. You must hate New York now. I've never been to New York. No, but if you're going to February yeah. and you're get all your Boston teammates, oh, I mean, yeah, you exactly. must just like. Yeah, my dad and I actually went to a game against the Yankees and it went into the 10th inning. Cool. Boston won, so. That would have been a blast. That's yeah, a good bucket was... list to be at Fenway for a yeah. Austin Yankees game. That's what I mean. I mean, like you're so sucked into it. You're you're wearing yeah. red. Your team's red too, yeah, so yeah. like it works out. Yeah. yeah. If you see someone wearing a Yankee cap, yeah, you got to knock it down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> non soccer related. I was wondering. So we were talking about all the colleges in Boston, and so like you you've um, you've been there a year now, and I'm wondering. I joked about Harvard, and then like BC being like the bigger sports school. What is the Northeastern role in and amongst the ecosystem? Like, what? How do you think? How do the Northeastern kids describe themselves among the rest? And then how do you think like the Harvard kids? It's a big. It's a huge school, right? Yeah. Harvard or Northeastern? No, Northeastern is big. Yeah, Northeastern's yeah. like thirty thousand. There's a lot yeah. of international students. Yeah. I think like Northeastern likes to separate themselves through like saying they have co-op kind of. Yeah. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Like Harvard obviously is known for being very smart, but uh, yeah. There's and a big what, MIT. Oh, is MIT there? Too? No, is MIT there? Yeah, MIT too. There's just so many. Wow. You like meet people out and sometimes we like to like guess what school they're from before. Oh yeah, that would be that's <laughs> what I mean. Because in the in the context of all the schools, you'd be sitting there being like, well, like you know, yeah, yeah. Of course you would. Yeah, no, it's it's. Do the Harvard kids say they? Do they not say Harvard? Do they say I go to school? Do they do that thing? Because I've met a lot no. of Harvard people, and half of them do do that thing where they say I went to school near Boston. And you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I feel like when you're in school maybe not but definitely like after they're pretty proud of it right now yeah, yeah. they're pretty proud of it they don't they, they have well, it if like you ask them where they go to school they can't say somewhere in boston so. yeah not to you yeah <laughs> it doesn't yeah. work in boston fair yeah. yeah makes sense um like i said you got lauren isles uh is it ales always Alice. Yeah, yeah. The, th the third way i could have tried yeah. from lionel lakes uh, over there, you said you don't like seafood. So when you two are thinking about like Midwest food or what you're missing out in Minnesota, like what are you sympathizing with? Like missing yeah. hot dish? What is it? I state think like fair. more than food. Well, yeah, definitely the state fair. That one's a huge bummer. Sweet Martha's cookies, but I think or the corn at the state fair. But also, yeah. just we're always talking about like, oh, we wish we were on the lake right now. Right. So. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, that's what we've got. You guys got uh, you got the ocean and you got historic Boston and we, we, you know Minnesota summer is special. So yeah, no, we're always bragging about Minnesota. So <laughs> I was, that's the other thing. So the next thing I was gonna ask is, so you two are there from Minnesota, and then there's a ton of people from the Northeast. You have a few people from other places like the more Mid Atlantic, Virginia, and stuff like that. Yeah. But the accent world there must be harsh. The, like, how do the vowels, do, do the Northeast people make fun of you guys for accents? Do you think they have crazy, and do the people like, like does, uh, you know, your players who aren't from there think both of you guys sound insane with your vowels? Yeah, I think, honestly, not too many people have really bad Boston accents. My coach has a little bit of one, uh -huh. but um, they definitely make fun of like Lauren and I, more so Lauren with the way like she like says like big, like, sure. that kind of thing, but mm -hmm. I don't say that, so. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, milk, whatever we do. Yeah. It's fine. Or like yeah. we have a big argument between like cornhole and like if it's cornhole or bags. So. I, just, I don't like the name cornhole. <laughs> yeah, I always call it bags too. I, I think we can call it, we can call it bags. <laughs> my experience with 
folks from Boston or Northeast is they don't have that much of an accent and then one or two or three drinks. And then you're like, wow, it's really coming yeah. out from Boston. Yeah. Start talking about the Red Sox and, the, and maybe at Fenway, it comes out a little more. Yeah. I think too, like more <laughs> so in like people who have lived here for a while, like older adults, I feel yeah, like yeah. you, can, you right. run into like some guys with major accents. Right. Yeah. No, I mean the middle-aged uh, um, moms and aunts of Minnesota have much thicker accents yeah. than we currently do, but we'll get there. I'm sure. Um, see. Yeah. Who is your favorite soccer player to watch? Um, I've always said Steve <laughs> Busquets. Well, He's you're in luck. Right now, so I'm hoping to get to a game. Do they have a Revs game? They might have a Revs game. Maybe. I haven't checked. I should check. They're, they yeah. might. They might. Yeah. But although, by the way, don't spend your money on unless you have the money. It's going to be like 500 bucks. So unless you can no, work exactly. in a deal. I'm thinking wait a couple of years, maybe. Hopefully, maybe. We'll be playing. Maybe next year Northeastern soccer can be one, a guest team. Yeah, know? that's you, a good idea. You guys can walk them out. You guys can be yeah. the ball kids and you yeah. walk them out. You get to be with Messi and Bersquet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they are, it is fun. It's been fun to watch them. Um, I bartend at the soccer bar and, and people will come in just to watch a non-Minnesota, like a Miami random game, you know, just yeah. to, like. No, it's good for the soccer world, I think, in the U.S. in general. It is. Yeah, no. It, yeah, once the. Once the tickets level out, at least the people with season tickets don't have to be, <laughs> all the regular fans don't have to do the $500. Um, but also, it was wonderful to talk to you, Jesse. We mentioned this earlier, and I'm sure we'll look for you to get, you know, one of the game-winning assists, but you're playing Boston U, one of your local, are they the Terriers? Yeah. The Terriers, which, come on, the Husky, Husky's going to beat a Terrier any day. Sure. Sunday, sure. the 3rd of September, uh, 6 p.m. Eastern, that's on Flow TV, which for people, there are multiple conferences. It's a paid streaming service, but there all are multiple conferences with uh, Minnesotans playing in them that go on Flow TV. And then Northeast Sports Network, which is, I'm sure, a Northeast media uh, option for people not in Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but thank you, Jesse. Thank you for joining. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Good luck to Northeastern this year. Thank you.